Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Freakishly Well-Behaved Kids. This series of podcasts is dedicated to helping parents and other people who are connected with children help children behave their best and be their best overall. I'm in a unique position to share this with you because I have been a child counselor and play therapist for nearly 20 years. I'm also a mom, and I've learned many of my lessons about parenting from my child clients and my own children. They informed my parenting as well as parent coaching that I do as part of my clinical practice. I recognize in working with thousands of children and their parents that there are simple principles for parenting. They, and although they may be simple in, like, thinking about them, they're sometimes difficult to really follow through with. And we focus a lot on that in this podcast. I'll cover more than 20 principles for blissful parenting so you, too, can have freakishly well-behaved kids. These principles are simple and life-altering. They will change and enhance your relationships that you have with children. They'll change how your children behave and how you feel about yourself around children. They'll also improve your overall parenting esteem. In this podcast, I will talk about a specific principle or lesson and how you can apply it. There will be special guests that will further our conversations about parenting and children. You'll want to stay tuned for my upcoming book, Blissful Parenting, and check out my website at www.jodiannmullen, and follow me on Twitter at Dr. Jody Mullen. Okay, so for today's show, my, um, I am joined by my friend, mental health counselor and play therapist and mom of two, uh, Jessica Connors, and we're going to be talking about traveling with kids. Welcome, Jessica. Hi, Jody. <laughs> so I asked Jessica to, I'm so glad you're here, I asked Jessica to have this conversation with me because um, Jessica has two very young children, and my kids are um, 9 and 13, and so although I've already been through those young years and traveling with them, um, I think I put a lot of it sort of like um, people talk about labor, you don't really remember that, I put a lot of that um, behind me, so um, so with that in mind, I'd like to talk about um, some of the challenges that we've had in um, what to expect for kids, um, what to expect when traveling with kids, and how to do a better job at it. So we've learned a lot along the way, and even though Jess's kids are, are younger, um, that you know, you've learned a lot already about traveling with kids and how to make it um, easier both on you as a parent, but also easier on kids. And I think that that is um, one thing that we do have to keep in mind is that it can be tough on kids, um, too, to mm-hmm. travel. Although exciting, it can also be tough. So I'm going to start with what I think is the most um, in, important aspect, and that is I really think that's the most important part of traveling with kids is preparing your kids for what to expect. Although things might not go as expected, just like when you take them to church or on their first day of school or or other events that they've never 
encountered before, you want to prepare them for what to expect. So, um, Jess, how do you do that with little ones? Um, well, so far with Danielle, my three-year-old, um, we've traveled uh, just a couple of times, and um, one thing that we really like to do is have her get involved in the packing, and I think that helps her to kind of um, plan and like conceptualize what it means to be away from home. So we're going to need all these things that we're just used to having like in our environment, um, and I think that that has helped her, and also um, talking, you know, a lot about it, or showing her pictures, or talking about things we're going to do, trying to get her excited. Okay, so those are some like I just want to flesh that out again because you just gave like three really, really good tips. <laughs> <laughs> so one is just really is um, having kids be part of the preparing, even if even if they're as young as two or three, they can really help um, by packing. What's one thing that they really want to bring with them? What's their favorite, you know, shirt? Mm-hmm. What's their stuff? You know, what do they want to bring with them? And and I think, like, one of the ways that we do that, too, even now, is we, we create lists for our kids of, like, these are the things that you're going to need. You need, you know, four pair of socks and six, um, six different T-shirts or whatever, and then um, let them make those decisions and, and pass themselves. So they, they have um, some level of control and input into, you know, what's happening, so you have that you have that component. Um, the other part that you said was just really talking to your child. So whatever level that they're at, talking to them about what's going to be coming up and you know and happening and how um, how you're going to be part of it. And the things that you like the suggestions that you offer, Jess, really are um, they're suitable regardless of your child's age. Mm-hmm. They're also. I mean, I think that's the really nice part because, like, um, we're going on a trip um, later um, later this year, and my kids were some part of the planning of it. Like, what, you know, we looked up which um, resort, you know, or hotel do you want mm-hmm. to stay at. So I think, you know, as they get older, it's going to, of course, where it has opportunity to become more complex. But it's just that part is engaging your kids in preparing and talking to them and having them participate in the preparing, even if that's just packing, um, really Mm -hmm. gets them invested, you know, really just invested in what you're doing. So so that's a great way for the what to, you know, preparing them for what to expect. I think on the other hand is preparing them that sometimes it doesn't go as expected. (laughs) <laughs> um, I just wrote I a note you, about that to make sure I brought that up. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, what What was an example that you had of that? Oh, okay. Um, about over planning and like trying to be too regimented on vacation, and certainly that, um, you know, that's a, I guess, you know, some some people. Um, you know, kind of thrive on that and need that. And I think, you know, having like a loose plan and schedule for your vacation certainly helps you kind of like maximize your time and focus. But also um, some of the best vacation memories I have both as like a thing, you know, a single person um, and as a parent are just embracing those spontaneous and out of the blue like moments that you don't you might not be paying attention to um if you're too busy worrying about where you're going to go next and what's yeah. you know, the next thing on the agenda kind of thing so um you know even if it just is something like i remember going to old forge with the kids over the summer and um 
this past summer and it just started raining at at the beach and and the kids loved it you know and it's whereas if we had looked at it as something that was going to ruin our vacation I mean they thought it was like it was one of their favorite things they thought it was so silly and great so um if we had you know been in the mind frame that that was gonna like screw everything up or ruin everything then it would have so right right well, I, I think um, you know that this is such. This might be the most important part of this is that mm-hmm. it has to do with. It really does have to do with mindset. So it has to. You know, it's great to have, and I've talked about this in some of the other podcasts. Stability is so important, and mm-hmm. when when you travel, whether you're traveling to you know your cousins for the weekend or grandma's for an overnight, or you're going on like a you know a resort kind of trip. Mm-hmm. that it's nice to be able to weave in some stability. So you absolutely want to do that. But you also you also have to have space for flexibility because it isn't home <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, and you are less in control of what you know what's going to happen. You're not in control of the weather for sure. You're not in control yeah. of how long things are or if they don't have, you know, um low fat milk or you know what there's mm-hmm. so many of these that you can't for and what can, you know, and being able to sort of go with the flow becomes, you know, really um, a key thing. I, I think, you know, connected to that, um, this is maybe more about us as parents than um, the kids in some ways, because I think that travel um, can be stressful for a number of reasons. It takes us out of our comfort zone, um, and it also um, you know, the other piece of it is that, that there is that unpredictability that, you know, comes along with that. Not to mm-hmm. mention if, like, you know, if you're, um, if you're let's say, traveling by air, you know, and and you're not a big fan of flying, you know, that's, that's with you all, anyway. Or traveling by car and you know you're, you're going to hit traffic, you know. Um, I think mm-hmm. that these things make us feel more stressful and, and unfortunately, we pass those on to our kids. So um, I, I guess I'm just thinking kind of out loud here, and maybe you have some ideas too, of how, like, we as parents can um, deal with, like, what stresses us out is <laughs> connected to traveling in order to not pass that on to, you know, to our kids. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly that's where some of the planning comes in, um, even, you know, with the with the little ones. And now my son is over a year, but um, that first trip that we took to my sister's house, that's about four and a half hours, um, we timed it completely wrong. And um, it was around bedtime for both of them, and they both just couldn't fall asleep in the car. And it was, it was a rough trip, to say the least. So um, we definitely learned our lesson on that one. But it seems now that we've learned our, um, you know, kind of figured out what worked then, now it's changed. So, um, you yeah. know, there's, there's that, that um, twist that they throw in there as kids because they're always changing um, what they need. So, right, But right. planning def- ahead definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think planning, too, and being realistic, like, I, this is um, – I honestly, um, I can't remember, maybe it was a year or two ago that I've been um, at Disney World with my kids. And my kids um, were just, they were being freakishly well-behaved. I mean, it was like 98 degrees, you know, the lines are, of course, always long, you know. Um, Yeah. You know, we were all, you know, dripping with sweat. It was kind of uncomfortable, but we figured out, like, ways to stay in the shade, which, you know, uh, it, that was really a challenge finding like shade for a little while and mm-hmm. things like that, keeping 
keeping cool and still enjoying ourselves because this is a unique opportunity. It's not like we go to Disney World every year. But one of the things that um, my kids noticed was um, parents that were yelling at their kids that they have to have fun. <laughs> so we just, got, we just got such a kick out of it because, you know, there were parents saying, like, this is Disney World. This is our vacation. You are going to have fun. You are going to get on that ride and enjoy yourself. Oh, and I thought, no. Oh, no. So and that's where I think some of the flexibility comes in because there's so much um, excitement about traveling and because it's, you know, so different um, than what kids are used to is that sometimes we try to pack too much into it, mm-hmm. and we stop, you know, I think we stop as parents reading our children well, so where you, you know, if you were home, you might realize, you know, this is too much, they're too hot, let's go back to, you know, the mm-hmm. hotel and take a nap, you push, because, and I think part of it for, I at least can say for myself, but so I'm guessing maybe some other parents too, is like, I paid a lot for this, I want to maximize, you know, um, that mm-hmm. money, and that that was definitely another observation, you know, and that I've had not just of other parents um, when traveling, but myself included, is that um, this the amount that things cost sometimes are more or the cost of the vacation or even the road trip itself is costly, that you that you start putting that on your kids. So, you'll, you know, um, it's 98 degrees, your kids haven't had a water in two hours. So, and yeah. you go, that water is $6. That's a $6 water. Well, it's Disney World, you know, kind of what you mm-hmm. that goes back to that, that expectation part that we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's the preparing the kids, but there's also pre- you being prepared, you being prepared to spend more money than you think that you're going to spend, that things mm-hmm. are going to come up that you, you know, that you can't control, and um, and that, you know, travel's already stressful because of the travel itself, that, mm-hmm. you know, what are some things you can do for yourself? Like, could you do meditation? You know, could you be listening to music? What could you do um, that would help you feel better? Yes, absolutely. I find bringing a pair of sneakers and um, a sports bra indispensable <laughs> on a vacation um, so that I can just get away for a few minutes. And, and my husband, you know, same thing, Um and go for a quick run or a walk or um, that really, you know, I find just, even if it's just a short amount of time um, on my own, that really helps, you know, me to refocus and and de-stress. Well, I'm so glad you said that because I I didn't, you know, put this down in in terms of my notes of things that I want to talk about. But now that you said that, I realized that we kind of have a routine, actually, when we're away Mm -hmm. from home which is my um, husband and kids are like breakfast people and they like they they love their big breakfast and and I don't and it doesn't really fit into like my like my style of eating anyway and so mm-hmm. um, so what happens is and this and this is awesome because I really value and love my alone time and don't do so well when I don't get it yeah breaks are key <laughs> yeah so when there's uh, four of us in one hotel room, you know, or um, that's or a lot of togetherness. Sharing, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're all sharing this basement. You know, it's um, a lot. Mm-hmm. So, so what happens is that they go and have breakfast, whether they're having breakfast, you know, with my, you know, with grandma, or they're having breakfast, you know, at a restaurant or whatever. And I don't. I I stay. You know, sometimes they go for a run. Sometimes they just 
read for a little bit and, you know, and I just have that time um, to myself. And I think that, mm-hmm. um, that that's definitely one of the lessons. You know, I don't know that we've said it overtly, but that's one of the lessons that we've learned. And so I would just, you know, like mm-hmm. um, just bring those sneakers and that sports bra, whatever, you, you know, you need to, to do is to what is it that, you know, helps you find your balance when you're not traveling, um, you're going to need that when you are mm-hmm. traveling, regardless of the kind of travel that you're doing. Yeah, Another yeah. thing that uh, that we had talked about before um, before the uh, podcast here was we talked about um, when you are vis- when you are visiting relatives, when the travel is about visiting relatives, how that um, can <laughs> can yeah. sort of undermine the traveling experience. Do you want to talk a little bit about um, some of the things that work um, for you and and your family when traveling to see relatives? Uh, well, it depends on which relatives we're going to see, of course. Um, you know, one one thing that has helped is, again, some of that planning ahead, preparedness, um, making sure they have plenty to entertain themselves, um, and sometimes putting a little call in, you know, to, to the grandparents and saying, like, can you move that really expensive vase that you have, you know, um, or, or just kind of letting them know, you know, what to expect because, you know, Finn's in the knocking over everything and climbing on things sees. So um, that that's one thing certainly to keep in mind. Um, and also, you know, just kind of uh, monitoring our own, you know, reactions to what's going on um, in in the family situation, some, cause as a, some can sometimes be stressful. So, um, making sure that we're not, you know, uh, losing our cool, so to speak, um, because of something unrelated, and letting that kind of trickle down to the kids. Yeah, and I and I think you know, um, the other thing that I was thinking about is when we travel to see family is and and we do it quite often and they're they're pretty long car trips for us about six hours mm-hmm. to do that is um you know one is giving our um this is kind of, I guess maybe they get it from me making sure our kids mm-hmm. still have like privacy or space to themselves um, mm-hmm. even though we're so that they can stay either you know like I'll take one of them for a walk or. Um, my daughter, will, you know, she's 13. She'll kind of hide out a little bit. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that's important. But one of the things to also pay attention to is where's your threshold, you know? So, like, where do you get to where you're like, um, this is enough time? And um, yeah. I think ha- having my kids be a little bit older and having so many traveling experiences and staying with relatives is that we really we we know that, um, four days is our absolute limit. Um, you know, it's like it gets, yeah. it gets and, and I think, you know, part of it is how you do it, I guess. But for us, it winds up that we start feeling too intrusive and so out of our routine, and we know we're throwing them out of their routine. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's just a lot of tension that builds because of that. And so four days, you know, for, for us is what seems to be the, the threshold. Um, you know, and I think... Depending on your the relationships in your family, it could be longer than that or shorter than that. I don't really have a prescription for that, mm-hmm. but I I think paying attention not just to you know your kids, um, but really to your own 
um, you know, stress. Because there are times where my kids will say, like, oh, I want to stay another day. <laughs> and um, my husband and I are like, nope, we're gone. <laughs> um, because we we know um, mm-hmm. if we stayed another day, that we it would be too much for us, and it would absolutely, you know, result in us maybe being more short with them or impatient. Mm-hmm. You know, impatient. So I think yeah. that that's that's an important component as well. Um, uh, I guess I'm looking at, you know, some of the, one of the other things I think is important um, when traveling with kids. And actually there's, I wanted to say this too, there's lots of good books on this um, already out there, um, but but we, we kind of wanted to capitalize on what we're learning from, from the kids that we work with and um, our own kids. And um, mm-hmm. I, one of the things that I've learned from the kids that I work with is oftentimes they – it's kind of confusing to them traveling. So, like, they'll come to a session and they'll either say, like, we're going someplace or we went someplace, and, you know, I would think it was exciting, but they didn't or don't. And I think that that's important. Like, what I learned from that as a parent in terms of how that influenced my parenting is that even though I may be really excited (laughs) to go visit my sister, like, it's my my kids might not be, or even though I might be really excited that we're going to go to Florida in the middle of winter for two days and do nothing but sit by the pool or, you know, mm-hmm. that that might not be what my kids are interested in or what they feel excited about. And, you know, I think this goes back to, you know, really that, um, you know, being uh, being able to communicate well with your kids and even your little ones you know what does excite them and, and what is, like, fun to them, you know. So it's, you know, you might they might not articulate it to you. Um, yeah. You have really, really little, but that's, yeah. I mean, that's part of the You know it when you see it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really When they're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I think maybe making sure that's part of what's included so that travel does become, like, um, exciting and like feels like something they you know they want to do, especially if you enjoy it as a family. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, Joey, this makes me think about um, a little bit like on a bigger scale. I mean, you know, why do we travel? Why do we go visit um, friends and family? And sometimes refocusing on that, you know, that sense of adventure and traveling and exploration and um, just just experiencing something different and, and that like almost educational piece um, that has yeah. been like so important for me in my life. I really want to instill that love of adventure in my children. Um, so, you know, sometimes when I'm getting like, oh, you know, like, caught up in the minutiae or the stress or the details, you know, just taking a step back and, and thinking about, you know, what what, are, what do I really want my children to get out of this experience um, helps me, you know, um, through some of those more difficult moments. And, you know, same goes, I think, for visiting with friends and family. You know, why do we visit them? Because we want to, you know, create those memories, spend time together that we don't get to do because we don't live close by. Um, just enjoy, you know either doing nothing or doing something fun or whatever it may be. So that, to me, you know, is an important point as well. Yeah, that opportunity. And, you know, I um, Mm -hmm. uh, June uh, June Rissey, who's frequently a guest on uh, on my show, she's often my sidekick. One of the Mm -hmm. things, she has grown children and grandchildren, and and we've talked about this um, before, um, and, you know, she says that, Really, her kids' memories of traveling um, are their their like favorite memories, and 
Um, One of the things that she told me, and I'm going to pass this on, I hope I'm, like, doing it justice, is that they they made it a rule, like, that their kids were not bringing friends as they got older, because sometimes kids want to do that. They they weren't bringing friends with them. The reason was, and I... It's because it really was a family vacation, you know, and it was mm-hmm. their time to be set as a family. And and I love that because um, one of the things I'm noticing as my kids get older is we do stuff with parts of our family. So, like, me and my daughter will go do this, you know, or my mm-hmm. son and my husband will do this because my daughter's got, you know, a competition and she can't join us. And so I, I think that that really is an important aspect, an important aspect and could be, a, you know, um, a valuable tip to parents is that, you know, is really think about how the, having a friend there impacts, you know, like everyone. And then, and, and on the sidebar, I'm just thinking of, you know, there we have a very close uh, friend family and they're all boys. I mean, and all the boys' friends are always over and so there's, it's just all boys, and they're all my daughter's age. So she's like, I love to go there, and this is really, you know, it's, it's worth traveling to, but can I please bring a girl? Can I, can I <laughs> another girl there besides the moms, you know? And so, again, you know, allowing for some, you know, flexibility. But that's not like a big family trip. That's just a day trip. So I mm-hmm. think, you know, thinking about, like, what is it that you, you know, like you were saying, I want to instill that sense of adventure and discovery, you know, with my kids. So what is, if you're, when you're planning trips or when you have opportunities for trips, you know, what is it that you want to get out of it as a family becomes, I think, becomes an important question as well. You know, these are these are things that um, we you know hold on to. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's definitely a good opportunity to reconnect as a family as well. Um, you know, well as whereas that routine gets important, sometimes you don't always you know. I think you can learn things about each other and and again like just reconnect um, on those when you travel as well. Yeah, I, I, one of the things that we do as a family, which um, what. My son is not a huge fan of because it must feel like homework to him, um, but the rest of us um, really enjoyed it. And <laughs> what, what we do is we have a travel, a family travel journal, and so mm-hmm. um, you know, we bring it with us on our, like, more major trips, and we all write, like, kind of, you know, things that, um, you know, things that happen, silly things that happen among us. Like, I um, have trouble pronouncing a the word A-C-O-R-N, and um, the, last <laughs> trip <that> we, <laughs> the last trip that we went on, doesn't matter, four years of speech in elementary school, I still have trouble with that one, um, but the last trip that we went on, my kids were hysterical, laughing, like crying, no sound coming out, laughing, because <laughs> they were trying to teach me how to say it correctly. So in the journal, there's, you know, several pages about um, just say, and you know, like if they just yeah. Yeah. So that doesn't matter where we were in the world. That was just like this really hilarious um, and you know great great part of the trip. But um, that I think you know is also kind of you know keeps us like I think that's something that keeps us connected as a family because we're all writing about it and we're all writing about you know different parts of the trip that are special to us. And and then we have that you know. Um, mm-hmm. So there's 
I mean, there's we could do it as a blog. We, you know, there's just you could do it as um, you know, like more photos um, mm-hmm. or drawing yeah, pictures I, for younger yeah, kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's just so many ways to commemorate that and really, you know, make it um, special and and special not just in the moment, but special, you know, period. So I think there's, um, you know, there's a lot of things that you can bring into it. Do you have any, uh, um, even as a kid or um, now with your own children, do you have anything that really sticks out to you about the trips that made them special? Oh boy, um, that's a a tall order. I have so many, um, <laughs> <laughs> so many like great um, uh, memories. But I do, and I also do remember some of those stressful points too. You know, um, where everybody's yelling at each other, and um, you know, I think that was more you know um, related to I think going to Disney when I was like thirteen. But. Um, uh, <sighs> Yeah, I, I, like, yeah, I, I think, know, I, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I know, I that, like, I used to, we used to visit my grandma, and my grandma okay. actually in Florida, and that was always, like, I could smell my grandma's apartment before we got there. So it was, mm-hmm. like, it was really special, and I and, and it doesn't matter that we didn't do much. It was, you know, who we were with, and that it was warm, and the sun was out, you know? So I guess, yeah. um, like, and, and what... I, I'll go back to it. I think that this is really the um, cornerstone for for traveling blissfully with your children. Is um, you know, is your mindset and just um, helping your children create a mindset about it to um, positive. Um, yes. Jess, we have just a few seconds left. Anything else you would like to add before we say goodbye? No, I enjoyed um, joining you, Jody. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I love having you here. And I, well, I guess what my last word um, to parents would be like: make travel less stressful, you know, for yourself, and make make that the first priority, and then um, engage your children in it. And that also can be because because the most important thing that you ever do for your kids is really is model for them. And so they recognize that traveling is not part of the routine. So how do you show them um, how you deal uh, with the instability that comes with traveling and still have, have opportunity to enjoy it? So if you're blissful, they'll be blissful, and they'll be usually yes. well-behaved too. So thank you very much for listening, and have a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.